Well, that crisp, refreshing, beautiful, resonant, that's, is that a word, sound, is the sound of a beer being opened, which means you join us on episode two of Gentlemen's Beer Pod. How are we, boys? No, not so bad. Cool, just just Mike. <laughs> yeah, just Mike. No, I'm, I'm, I didn't want to interrupt everyone. Like last time we did it, and everyone just said it at the same time. So I was like, took took a back seat uh, this week. So I'll I'll say, Ryan, how are you? You know what, mate? I'm really good. I'm really good. I'll be better in one second. Are you ready? Nice. Oh. I won't. I, I don't know. why I used the word resonant to um, describe the previous beer can being opened but i'd say that one is if it if it was resonant that one was equally as resonant (laughs) i can't even say it good job we're not doing a podcast with our voice daniel how are you oh mate i'm really good i'm really really good drinking a nice beer and uh just having a nice time speaking of which what beer are we all drinking Sure, shall I let you know? So today we're, we're rocking a, uh, a Magic Rock Sorcery Ooh, to, to begin that with. that sounds pretty wizard. Some sorcery going on. Yeah, just a nice, nice light session IPA. Um, yeah, just quite fruity. That's all you need. Lo- <laughs> Chance will be a fine thing. Local local beer, you know. A local just beer, nice. All good. Oh, Come on, beer. JJ, what are you, what are you nice. drinking? What are you, the, what are you drinking? If you could think of one small can that could describe JJ Armstrong's beer choice, what would it be? That's ah, a brew dog. It's Punk a, IPA. IPA. They've got Punk it. IPA. They've Punk got IPA. it in one. Oh, That's love it. good. It's good. It's simple. Good it's keep. It's a classic favourite. Yeah, it's, it's it's not. It's like it's all right. It's like James Milner, isn't it? It always gets the job done. It's it was Seven out of ten. the easiest to access in in the short time I had to prepare for this. So next one, I've gone Heineken. I've gone Punk IPA. Next one, I promise you, will rock the boat. It will be incredible. JJ's beer choice it can only de- uh, be described as convenient. Yeah, convenient <laughs> and very basic. Which brings me on to Mike. What are you drinking this evening? <laughs> well, uh, you know, convenient basics might be your name. Uh, no, I'm I've opted for a a star a star Can I say that one again? Uh, I've op- a star not a star opraman. Star That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I've not got a uh, an exotic tongue. Um, <laughs> as, as JJ said, I'm pretty basic. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, well, yeah, can't argue with uh, facts, can we? What uh, establishing Prague? No. So I've got a, a Czech beer. Nice checkmate. Yeah, nice. It's a nice, nice beer to be fair. Six hundred sixty milliliters. So it's I hope boy. it's not in a glass this time. It it's an it's right. It is in a glass bottle. No, I've not, I've not tamed it with a pint glass because uh, my my I'll, blood I'll was boiling. The my blood was boiling. Unlike my beer, which is crisp and cold. Can we please now call you from now on Exotic Tongue? Because I really like that. <laughs> so gone Exotic Tongue. Hell of a nickname for Fizzy Amber over there. Ooh, love it. <laughs> which brings us on to Ryan. Have you t- have you already told us? I don't believe you have. I haven't. I haven't told you what I'm drinking, but I will do. Because nice. that's the point of this little segment here. Um, I am drinking a Vocation Heart and Soul Session IPA. It says fruity in big letters on the side, and that is exactly how I would describe it. Yeah, wow. let's, let's get let's get a mini review, Ryan. What, what's it like? Well, I to, give us a I two need sipper. to do two sips, don't I? I have had yeah, two yeah. sips, but I'm going to have two sips right now just so we can to cleanse the palate. Straight down the throat. 7.5 out of 10. Wow, Ooh, high score. Nice. Right. I like well, that. We've all established that we're drinking some fine beers. No one's really <clears throat> gone under the bar. Everyone's, you know, met met the criteria. I mean, and I like it. It's kind of like a, a prerequisite to be in a beer club, right? Surely you need to be able to drink a good beer. Well, yeah, well, it didn't yeah. happen last or week. Or just a beer, because I had a Heineken. <laughs> but honestly, you, if... If you're not already hooked on this podcast, episode three, get ready because my beer choice will rock your socks off. You I, put, best bring, I put way too much pressure on myself now because I'm just yeah, not going. I'm going to forget about the, that. You best bring the be- big guns because, mate, if you don't, you know you're getting rinsed. Absolutely right. rinsed. I okay. Well, can someone remind me before we record the next one that that's what I need mm, to do? No, I'm going to do it on the day. 
Nice. I want to do it Keep five toes. minutes before we record. So, so join us episode three then when I drink some Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> Did see that one coming. Exotic as always, but not as exotic as Mike's tongue. Mm. Should we um, jump in, boys? Should we jump into the first segment? Yeah, Please, what is the first enlighten segment? me. What is it? Well, I thought of this one uh, this week. Um, <clears throat> this is a little something I don't leave. Um, it's called Unsung Heroes. So basically, it's it's a similar concept to how everything else has worked, where we vote and stuff. Um, to the table, we have to bring something that is criminally underrated. It can be a person, an item, food, you know, whatever. It, as long as you think it's criminally underrated. And then, we'll, you know, we'll have a mass debate, as, as we did last week. <laughs> we will have a mass we'll debate. A mass debate with Mike's exotic tongue. What more could you want? Just some young men. If that hasn't got you subscribed on iTunes, mate, jeez, you best be subscribed on iTunes now. Explicit content. On the way. Well, shall I begin by spinning the wheel of names? Oh, please spin the wheel. (laughs) Yeah, spin the wheel, mate. Spin it. It's spinning. The sound sound effect. effect. You can hear the sound effect. Yeah, you can hear it. Uh, Like I'm just here. It's like the price is right. This just seems rigged because, once again, it is me. Um, oh, I promise Fix. you. Oh, I'll screenshot God. it and put it in the chat. I promise you that's what it said. Yeah, because all the listeners um, will be able to see that. True, because <laughs> this is an auditory auditory, auditory experience. I can't really His speak today, can I? I don't have the exotic tongue of Michael Potter, do I? <laughs> Honestly, my birds would disagree with you completely. <laughs> what, what does your bird know about JJ's tongue? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I was on the back the quality of my own. <laughs> what? Oh my god. You you've uh, you've stopped me in my tracks there, Mike. If this was a movie, there'd be like a record skip there. It would pause <laughs> yeah. and the narrator would be like So you're probably wondering how I got myself in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I wasn't expecting that. Wow. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I was sort of hoping that I could go last because I, I don't know if I've um if I've got the right idea for this. Got me. Sorry, so me. We're bringing something to the table that isn't appreciated. Is that the idea? That is yeah, the idea. So something that you think deserves more appreciation. Something you think a lot of people, a lot of people, turn their noses up at. You know what I mean? They're not giving well, it the attention it deserves, or uh, at least the attention you feel like it deserves. Okay, that. Well, then I think I have met the criteria here because what I'm going to go for is. I swear to God, if it's Joe Lolly, <laughs> it's not Joe Lolly, but that's a great idea actually. Um, now I'll keep my original my uh, my my proposal is I watched it the other day Camp Rock <laughs> now I think Camp Rock is a brilliant piece of cinema brilliant piece of art lovely bit of music but the people I was speaking to about it over the course of the weekend rate it lower than High School Musical in terms of song quality which I don't get alright so I've got to put one out there. Never seen or heard of Camp Rock. So give us a bit of info. What What's the deal with it? Never heard of Camp Rock. Yeah, Never. it's a camp where they just rock. Um, and <laughs> oh, it, it, it's got the Jonas Brothers in it. It's got the Jonas Brothers in it. It's yeah. got Demi oh, Lovato. Are they got their big break? No, they were way big before then. Yeah. But the right. Jonas Brothers are called Connect Free in this. It's got Demi Lovato in it. That's a terrible, but, terrible band name. I imagine it will be spelt with a K as well. You're not really selling me on it, JJ. I'm not going to lie. It's got a song which has the best chorus I've ever heard in my life in it. Which called is? This Is Me. Which is... I tell you what, if Avril Lavigne released that song, word would have gone mad back in the day. Give us, yeah, but what is the chorus, JJ? I was going to say, JJ, you're going to have this to spell This is real. Out. This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now. It's like that. You get the drift, but with Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato singing it instead, so not quite that bad, but it's incredible, and people just don't respect it enough. I Well, the thing is, I've seen Camp Rock. I have, it's one of the few Disney movies of that sort of um, era, I suppose, that I have seen. I've not seen High School Musical. What? Um, that is uh, disgusting. That is but, disgusting. But because I've seen Camp Rock... Um, and the song is good, I agree, but I think there's a reason why many people don't appreciate it, mate. That's all I'm Ooh. saying. Why, why is that? Why would that be? Because it's shit. Oof. <laughs> Bloody hell. But, but, but the, the, one, the one good thing that blossomed out of it was Demi Lovato's first record. 
pop punk masterpiece. I uh, I just think this is me alone makes it a banger. I I think j- just to hark back to like last week and um, if this was a this or that and it was High School Musical or Camp Rock, then it'd be an absolute no contest. High School Musical would just kill it in, into True. the ground. I I agree. I do agree with you on that one, but that doesn't like people do discredit Camp Rock's brilliant I think, songs. I think the first one was okay. I suppose. And then I think two and three weren't very memorable. Was there a we don't third, really need to speak about ca- two or three. I, there was, <laughs> was there, there a third was a, camp rock? Number two, the final jam. I don't know if there was a third. I don't think a Disney film can be underrated, though. I think it is, you know, like a, a mega corporation. It's it, it probably did very well for itself. Um, I I just tend to disagree with you here. Yeah, I'm like from someone who's not seen it, it, seems we- it sounds weird to say already, but it's hard for a Disney film to go under the radar. She literally already has. Mike, you've not seen it, so it has gone under your radar. I'm not the target audience for that. Yeah, I don't agree with that, mate. If I said your favorite Disney car, your favorite Disney cartoons, if I say your favorite Disney cartoon movies, Oliver and Company, you're not even going to mention it. But no. that Oliver is a Company's boss. Well, exactly. But I reckon a lot of people wouldn't say it as they say your Lion Kings and stuff like that. There is Disney movies that have gone under the radar, mate. They've not. In all fairness, well yes. Yeah. No one mentions the Black Cauldron. Turtle. That's my Gurgi impression. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> well, I just think that this is me is too much of a banger for people to discredit it. I'm not. I'm not discrediting it. Well, I am a bit. I just call it shit. Never mind. I. <laughs> never mind. I'll leave. I'll leave. By definition. <laughs> but I was on about the film. I said the music's all right. Yeah, the film's trash, however, let's be real. <laughs> however, um, I wouldn't say it's underrated or underappreciated, but that's because I wouldn't say it's good. Right. So, um, right. It, so you don't appreciate it, it? For me, it can't be an unsung hero. I feel like an unsung hero has See, to still this be is, good. This is why I was hoping that somebody could go before me, in which case I could adjust my uh, my choice to something that yeah, actually... Yeah, he's got a decent barometer then, haven't you? <laughs> barometer, yeah. Now Mike's got his dictionary out again. Well, shall we swiftly spin on? So it was <laughs> resounding nowhere. It, it's yeah, oh, completely 100%. shattered. It was the same as last time. I stepped up to the podium first, not knowing what the the crowd was going to be like, and they weren't warmed up at all. I mean, I agreed with you on mushrooms, mate. Don't worry. Oh yeah, you did. To be fair. Anyway, we're spinning. You can hear the sound effect. I think this is rigged because it's Dan second again. Mate, mate. Is it me? It's a, so... No, it's the other Dan. I mean, all right. I had a I had a long, hard think about this. And I actually had one in mind and then probably about half an hour ago, I changed my mind. And I, I think it's a, pronounced long, hard drink. Yeah, it, uh, as soon as I started sipping my beer, I was like, I've got a better idea. Um, was it Camp Rock? <laughs> no. Camp Rock 2? yeah. No, it's not Cab Rock 2, unfortunately. I think that was rated exactly how it was meant to be rated, which is terribly. Um, so, m- mine is actually... So, I don't know if anyone here has, like, hay fever or has ever had a cold. I'm sure you probably have. But... Do you know what <laughs> I have had a cold in my life, Do yeah. you know what the most underrated thing in the world is? The ability to breathe through your nose. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Because as soon as you have because, a cold, you absolutely yeah. forget about it. It's true. <laughs> Because you know what? Once the cold is once the cold's finished, you're so thankful for being able to breathe out your nose again. I mean, I'm going to do it right now just because I can. <laughs> Perfect. The textbook definition of underrated. Yeah, I can, I can get me so, angry. But like when you have got oh, a cold, yeah. I don't suffer from hay fever or anything like that. But <clears throat> contrary to popular belief, I have had a cold before. <laughs> That's yeah. not the rumours I heard. Yeah, well, what? Rumours, paper talk, mate. Just paper talk. Um, yeah, I and I. Just that first, you know, when you sniff and and it kind of breaks away and it, it just the air passes. Oh, mate, I'm I'm talking. I'm, I'm literally describing breathing through my nose. <laughs> yeah, you and are. You know it, but you know what I'm tr- you know what I'm trying to say. Literally that first bit. I get you. Like, I get you. It's it's beautiful. Honestly, I didn't even picture that as an underrated thing, but you you're just so right. Nail on the head. If you if you said that, like my first thought was like, are you? off your nut and then I thought about it and it's like 
No, it is. It really is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that, that's my underrated thing. You're welcome. No, I think uh, it's just you can't you can't really speak about breathing too much because it just is a thing, isn't it? But I think you've you've absolutely smashed that. Can we get a sound effect of Dan hitting it out of the park? You want to throw it into the air and hit it out of the park for us, Dan? Wow, that was wow. Amazing. God, that was good. That's a great sound effect. <laughs> oh, man, that's unreal. <laughs> uh, how do you feel, Dan, after that resounding victory? Um, was it a victory? Does that count? I don't know. I felt pretty good about it, to be fair. That was like one of those moments. It was like a Jimmy Neutron moment in my brain. Like a proper brainwave. Nice. And are you going to breathe out your nose to celebrate or? Yeah. Ooh. Good one, that. <laughs> you sound like you're struggling a bit there. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> right. So, has anyone got anything else to say on breathing out their nose? <laughs> I rate it. I proper, I proper, no. I proper rate it. Me. Not right. much to see it, really. Well, is it? then, in which case, we'll spin Does again. And it is. I'm nervous because it's Mike Potter. Oh my god, this is fully rigged. This is the same, but I am nervous. All right. So I'm going to put you in a situation. Right. See there, you've just got yourself a nice crisp bottle of beer. You're like, can't wait to solve this. Right? You got, you got your bottle of beer. You're about to go for it. And then you realise, you ain't got a bottle opener. Ooh. Well, pour that in it. But then you realise one thing. It's a twisty cap. I really am. I'm going twisty cap beer bottles. I only know one brand that does twisty bottle. Yeah, only one brand and it's very shit beer, I think. When you're able to twist that bad boy off and just sup it without having to worry about a bottle opener, which may be out of reach, you just might not have one in the current scenario you're in. It's a godsend just to be able to twist that well, bad boy well, off and well, have it. Well, Mike, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <clears throat> to level with you here. As someone who... Um, I, f- I feel like I um, fully get behind the ethos behind um, the Gentleman's Beer Club. And I will always have a bottle opener with me because there's one on my keys. That's where I thought Mike was going with this. I thought Mike's underrated thing was going to be the key ring bottle opener. And I thought that was going to be genius. Which is which is fully underrated, by the way. Fully underrated. Yeah, properly underrated. That would have been a perfect choice. Whereas in this situation, you have to specifically have at hand a twisty beer and specifically be in a place where... There's no bottle opener. You require a twisty beer. So I just think if you're in that situation, poor, it's your own fault, twisty or not. You have really just not prepared well for the situation. If if someone hands you a, a bottle of San Miguel and, and you've not got a bottle opener or no one in the vicinity has got a bottle opener, well, why? So you're thinking, well, why have you even got a bottle of San Miguel on you in this current circumstance? You know what I mean? It's it's, it's ludicrous. It's uh, now, if you ridiculous. wanted to change it, Mike, to a, a keyring bottle opener, we, I'm fully on board. We will take full credit, though. We stand. No, I feel like I can't backtrack here because I put my... I've whacked it on the table, haven't I? Yeah. Slung it out. Because sometimes you sat on the sofa, someone has your beer, and you're like, can't be asked to get up and get the bottle open. I say, well, why have you handed me this beer without opening it? Yeah, you just open it on the way. Like, if I'm... Look, if my missus is here and she's like, I'll grab us a beer from the fridge. Yeah, but um, even if I I open it on the way. Yeah, but imagine the other person knows it's a twisty one and you don't. And like, no, when you get handed it, and you, you, there's you, only you, one you, brand that is a twisty one. I know. You know I it's mean, a twisty one by looking at the bottle. Well, we're get we're getting off the subject. It's you no, have we're not. That, <laughs> no, it is no, the subject. No, no, this, is, right. this is quite literally what, the subject. What I'm getting at right is you have that split split second, <laughs> or when when your heart sinks, you're like, oh no. I, I don't get up. And I then, don't. Then and then you realise it's that one. It's that little moment where you're like, ah, oh, I'm safe. Well, maybe this is underrated because I have never been in this situation. That, you don't yeah. understand the gravity of the situation, JJ. But fully, I don't think this can be underrated. I don't think you can say this is underrated. I don't think it's anything. <laughs> I think it's it's so neutral, it's unreal. I think it's not underrated, but only because the only beer that does a twisty cap, which begins with B and is supposedly the king of beers. It's not, is there a not reason we're not saying it? Uh, its name or taboo it's like right, Voldemort okay. isn't it shit yeah, yeah. Oh, bother. Bother. Just... 
No one, no one had said the name, and I wondered if anyone else was just not saying it for a reason. So I didn't want. I just added not again. Yeah. I'm not saying the name until I get a sponsor. Now that is that is how, that's how you do it, and the way we've talked about them on this podcast, they're definitely yeah, want I'm to sure they they'll be queuing up to give us a sponsorship deal. Like, they're awful beer, like twisty caps aren't worth it. But please, King of Beers. I I recently had brought a crate. I say recently, it was about maybe two months ago. A crate of this said twisted beer. The beer's sick twisted. And twisted, not just twisted, <laughs> but. I only brought it because it was the only one left because it was, you know, like a pandemic or whatever it, whatever it is. Um, and I've still got one left in the fridge because I just can't bring myself to drink it because it just, it's just not nice. The thing is, right, I actually don't think the beer is that bad but it's because it's very reasonably priced. Yeah, it just feels... When I drink it, it feels heavy. I would back Heineken over over this twisted, twist, sick and twisted beer. Still that's wrong. a hard battle. Because it just... It's like heavy. It's like... You're drinking car fluid, you know what I mean? And do you do that often, JJ, to, just to compare? As often as I have twisty beers, yeah. So once every, like, two months, would you say? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. He's got car fluid in the fridge, that's what he means. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's called Heineken. We have, we have definitely, um, now we've got off the point. <laughs> I love that because we were talking about Mike's subject that he said we're getting off the subject well, we're de- because we we're weren't saying it in a positive light. But um, <laughs> now we on, are. On, on, before we end the topic though, um, take it to a vote, what we're saying. Twisty, twisty bottle caps, yay or nay? I just think, I think yay, if every beer had them, would yes. nullify the need for a bottle opener. But mm. in terms of it being an underrated thing, I don't think so. Until that day, where at least maybe like 60% of beers have them, until we normalise like it, we need to normalise. Now that is something I get on yeah, board with. Normalise twisty yeah. caps. Now, now, now we're going places. Yeah, yeah. The, the the conversation has moved into a more positive direction now. This is the social change we need to, you know, pioneer for. I think exactly. here on the, the Gentleman's Beer Podcast. Exactly. Twisty twisty caps for all. I stand by you in that one, brother. I think we can all stand in solidarity that twisty caps should be a more universal thing for Orbeus, really. Yeah. I just I just don't think I've ever been inconvenienced enough to call it underrated, I'm sorry. No, I I fully agree with that, yeah. Um it's an it's a no from make me. That, make that a triple. I need to, I just rip the beer open with my bare hands. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought you had human hands, not the hands of a bear. No, the hands of a bear, man. It's got four legs actually. It's got four legs, yeah. Like like a bear. Like a puma. Um, well, I guess then. Sorry, Mike. Uh, Sounds like a resounding no. This is this is becoming a, a similar theme where it goes me resounding no, Dan smashes it, Mike resounding no. Let's see what Ryan's got to to bring to the uh, to the table. So believe it or not, I'm I'm not always drinking a beer. That would what? be very bad for you. What? However, this this is another canned beverage that I think is criminally underrated in the fizzy pop genre. <clears throat> Lilt is underrated. Yes! Unreal. <laughs> Sorry, if there's one thing I can get behind, it is supporting Lilt. Lilt is I'm not a fan. incredibly I'm not a fan. underrated. It is yeah, because I'm not a fan. It's criminally overlooked. Criminally. It is. I've even got some notes here. So I've put... <laughs> I put pineapple and grapefruit underutilised as a drink flavour. I agree. Really refreshing... Up there with San Pellegrino in terms of refreshment, but less Tory. Someone's doing well. Oh, it, right, there you, yeah. so, you redeem yourself. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's in the tier of quality that San Pell has. It's just San Pell's got that like, Pell. Tory price bracket. So, yeah, San Pelly has got a massive price tag on its head, mate. But Lil, unreal drink, mate. Unreal drink. And it doesn't get the love it deserves. I'd say it's probably the... I, I reckon if there was a... A survey, which it probably is, because they record sales. It's probably Coca Cola's l- least best, least best selling, the worst selling drink. <laughs> is it owned by Coca Cola? It is. After some research, I did today. not know that. Um, Was that part I of your research? Never, never work, ever right? seek out a kind of lilt. I've never. I think I maybe had maybe one or two cans of lilts in my lifetime. Get some more down you. You'll get a taste for it, mate. Are you saying what about Fanta? Surely Fanta's better. Well, Fanta's a different flavour, mate. I don't know. See, I don't know. I'm not well versed in the Lilt community. Uh, honestly, mate, I've, I've never had a grapefruit Fanta. I'm going to throw it out there. 
Right, I rate it very highly. I think this is an excellent, excellent underrated choice. This is literally the reason I made the made the segment because it's it's what I thought of straight away. It, it, it took one crisp sip of Will and thought, you know what? I'm gonna make a pod. Yeah. I'm gonna make a podcast one day with the boys, and I'm gonna talk about this. Criminal, criminally underrated. Uh, I'm. A, I've got no knowledge on Lil. I've, as I've, other than it, it sounds like the one of the twins from Rugrats. That's all I've got. <laughs> you know. Phil and Lil. All right, I'll tell you what. Right, uh, J- JJ's own work for the podcast is to have a kind of Lil and come back and review it next week. You know what? I I will. I will definitely try one, and I'll let you know because I'm intrigued now. So I've never, it's because it's not really something I'd ever think about grabbing when I'm in a shop. Which is why it's criminally underrated. True. He should try one on the pod after he has his first beer. Yeah, that's, I'll have it before actually, because then it, I don't want to cleanse the pod. The grand opening for the next, uh, the next podcast. It won't be a can opening, can of beer, it'll be a can of loot. I think we, so we're in agreement, criminally underrated. Criminally underrated. Do you know what else is criminally underrated? the second segment of this podcast nice lovely little segue which is what daniel the second segment of this podcast is um we're going to discuss who who should be going to the euros because what else do you do at the pub so we're going to go through position by position uh the the euro england team so we're we're, we're talking a uh, starting 11 aren't we yeah, yeah? Starting right, 11. So are we, uh, what formation are we hitting up yeah. we we agreed a 4-3-3 I think that's what they've been playing in qualifiers, haven't they? Well, shall we shall we start at the back? I think I think it makes sense to start with a goalkeeper. I'm going for off the bat Dean Henderson. Hendo. I I, I echo that. Actually. I also put Henderson. I think this is the year he cements himself at United. Oh, well, I don't think I think he has another season at Sheffield United. I reckon he has another season there. I think Sheffield United would like that to be the case, but I think he's better than De Gea. So, I don't. I don't see a world where Dean Henderson fit. Where Dean Henderson reckons he's going to be content playing second fiddle to the Haya quite yet. I don't think he should be. No, no. I, I I totally agree with that. I mean, if you look at the stats, Hendo has been better. But I think you're a madman if you're at Man United and thinking let's drop David the Haya. On mm. like on on paper, you can't do I it. I think he's. I think he's been waning for a few years now. I think last season was quite poor. He he really really um, sort of tailed off, and it's it's mad because like a, like a year before he was in that Arsenal game at the Emirates, mate. It was like playing a game of FIFA where the computer didn't want to like win. Fifteen saves, mate. The bloke the bloke was like, there's no doubt that he's got talent and he's he's un, an unreal keeper. Um, I don't know what's happened, but he just he seems to have lost it a little bit, and I don't think you just lose it. Like I mm. think he's still very good. I mean, what Courtois went to Real Madrid had a bit of a wobble. Now he seems to have picked it up and and, and, and such. So I, I think he's still got it. And I think, like Mike said, you'd be you'd be a bit stupid at this moment in time to drop him. Yeah, I think he's could have another. But season. certainly in a few certainly in a few years, Dean Anderson will be Man United's number one, and I think he is the clear choice for English goalkeeper right now. That He's just incredible, well, I think. I've not gone for Hendo. And Interesting. Thinking, Looking back now, um, say if the Euros were this summer, I probably wouldn't pick yeah. him. But who knows what's going to happen in that year. I, I still would. I think, I so still I've would. gone for Nick Pope. Interesting. He was my, he was my original number number one. I actually wrote Nick Pope first. I think... but I, I, I like how none of, have gone for, uh, none of us have gone for the current number one, Jordan Pickford. Why? Go on. I'd like. I'd like some. I'd like some. Some chatter about that. I think he's he's prone to a mistake. Is what I think. Yeah, I think he's definitely prone to. He he makes what I what two or three big owls a season. The and thing you, is, though, you can't have that in like a Euro semi final, can you? But you look at the last World Cup. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. He he was unreal. I think Pickford hasn't had the greatest season either. Um, Henderson has so regardless of his performance in the Euros which he was I admit extremely good uh, World Cup sorry which he was extremely good in the Euros currently I think Henderson's got to be well, the, got to be the I'm, choice I'm the only person who's put although Pope is a very good shout I'd be happy with either I think, myself I think they're very close Whoever he like went the level for. Is, 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 uh, the, the thing is for the first time in what forever 
with England, we have a lot of good good choices. It would actually be a bit of a shame as well if Henderson sort of did become number one that Pope never really got a chance to be number one for a period of time. Yeah, like I say, it is, it is that close. Like, ever the since thing what, is, it's a, it's a good headache to have, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, fully. Fully. You'd want depth. And I think I think for the first time, apart from... Well, we'll talk about it later on, but I think the first time, apart from a couple of positions, we have got good depth. So that brings yeah, us on to... Some options. So we've got Dino in goal, um, because you three said that. So we're going for Henderson in goal. Um, if we go to right back, what have you all got? I feel like this is going to be a unanimous. I think we're so all going to sit on clear, the same Clear, yeah, line. unanimous. Oh, we're sitting well, on. We're sitting sit on, on the same lad. Bloody hell! Jeez, it, it, it's Trent, isn't it? It's Trent. Yeah, it's Trent. Absolutely. Like, yeah, fully. It's and it, that is wild. It can't be anyone else. How like I'm, Kyle Walker is still very. I I fullback. I wrote Trent and I wrote next to it. I would still take Kyle Walker as the backup because I think he's. Be- oh, yeah. I think he's better than Trippier, but I don't think he's given the benefit of a doubt a lot of the times, but he's been like a driving force for City for a good couple of years now. I think he's excellent. It's not just that as well. He's experienced, isn't it? Yeah. You take like, him as an experienced he, he, he'll be 31. Yeah, I think he's worth that. I mean, there. what? Is, is, is tri- how old's Trips? He's, what, he's about 30, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's a little bit younger. I just I just Must think be. that as like a, a head to have around the camp, you'd have Walker ahead of Trippier. I just... If he's if he's the backup mm. to your definite yeah, but, first choice in Trent, it just makes sense, doesn't it? Although Trippy as well, Trippier was going to make that cup. goal. That goal. Oh, I've not been happy. Oh, since. I've not been really happy. happy. Yeah, I've not been happy since as well. It's weird how 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 that works out. No, I I think I agree. Alexander Arnold, he's having an unreal season. Um, obviously before he had a great last season. Obviously before the um um the pandemic stopped all football, he was. Best, best right back in the world up there top five other, other than Matty Cash yeah <laughs> second to Matty Cash it, 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 it's hard to pick another option for the best in the world that I'm thinking of in it well Matty Cash but yeah, other, other than, than that yeah. other than Matty Cash um, any um, any talk of uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka well, well I know, I, I know well, it, it's, I even it's think a resounding of him yes for Alexander Arnold but like, would you take Aaron Wan-Bissaka if like, you get if you get three if you get three choices then yeah I think it yeah, will no, traditionally you really take like one, like two of each position, don't you? Yeah, I think you take you take two of each position, and you take two experienced heads you and one you don't, one you young don't player, take... and you're 25. That's the way I'd split it. You don't take. I think if you're taking two, you take Alexander Arnold and Walker. But Wambasaka is what? How old Wambasaka? He's probably just a bit older than. Yeah, he's one yeah, for he's the future, isn't he? He's yeah, and he's still. I think he does the things. Good that Alexander Arnold perhaps maybe doesn't. I think that there's twenty two yin and yang between those two. Like there's no doubt that defensively. Yeah, Wambasaka's twenty two. Also, just to correct something, you only get twenty three players in your squad. Is that true? Oh. Yeah. Done a quick Google. Google said so. Two for each. Well, two for each position. One young starlet. Well, it's two for each position, and then uh, your your third goalkeeper in it. Yeah. So I think you take Alexander. I don't think Wambasaka's there yet, but. No so doubt. Saka like makes the next World Cup as your, like, oh. your second choice right back. You reckon? Yeah, uh, it depends who you yeah. play as well. Might might be first choice. So right as well. Trent has Trent has been to a World Cup as well already, so like he's yeah, got experience at tournaments now, which is something good to have. Yeah, Trent is definitely first choice regardless. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll settle on Trent. Yeah, right back. Definitely. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. So shall we go left back or should we go centre back? back? What should we go yeah, for? Yeah. Right. I, I think this is going to be a I'm going to pitch. Same as well. Same, same. Oh, right. I was going to say Ben yeah, Chilwell. Yeah. Yes, 100%. I don't, yeah. I don't think there's another option, really. don't think we've really got uh, anyone else, the yeah? Only other, the only other option yeah. you've got, and you, you probably take him as backup, is Luke Shaw. Yeah, and I, agree. I, agree. I think Luke Shaw's have, had, a, had a pretty decent season. He's, he's really he's coming to form. Right, like, but he's not going to nudge Chilwell. He was all right as well, actually. He has he has had a bit of a hard time though, Luke Shaw. I always do feel bad for him. He has a very hard time, but you know I think he's still got it in him to be, to become a good player. But I don't think he's going to be that player that we all thought he would be. Shall um, shall we each give our two preferred first choice centre back pairings and see if we've got any matches? I wrote I wrote Maguire and Gomez. Uh, I think that's they're they're both just. Miles ahead of anyone else, British, Make that. Uh, English to to take. I did write Stones and 
Tamori as my my one of my wild card picks. I've gone for Maguire and Gomez as well. That's what I've gone for. Um, I conquer. Also gone for Maguire and Gomez. I think that they they are probably the best partnership as well. I think I think they both probably would complement each other pretty good. Gomez pretty quick. Maguire absolute slabhead. Slabhead. I think it'd be a good partnership. That I went Gomez, but I was kind of torn between Maguire and Stones. To be honest with you. It was a bit of a weird one because I like, I reckon John Stones had a I reckon John Stones had a really Maguire's good miles above Stones. Like I thought I thought he was probably our outstanding defender, but obviously since then he's been on a bit of a downturn at City, hasn't he? I think I think, I think he, he's on he'd his probably way out. Be very good with he'd be good with like a commanding centre half next to him to like keep in the right position, tell him what to do. Like when he had company there, he was okay. Mm. But I, mm. I think now now obviously if you're putting him alongside Joe Gomez, who's actually younger than him. I don't think yeah. it really is a mark. So I don't think, I think he'd be that commanding base, defender, would he? Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't. So I think based solely on that, I probably would say Harry Maguire. Th- you got to think as well. Harry Maguire is now. I know he's not been in the role long, but he's Man United captain, and I think he's got a bit of leadership quality about him. I don't not to be a captain in maybe an England side, but to command that back line, to shout at the other lads there. So I, th- I think, I think that's the. I think that's your best, your best pairing. To shout to Oxlade Chamberlain. What about, <laughs> what, about Lil Lil Mix? Mix? what about Lil Mix? I don't. I don't think he'll go as captain. But I think. I think the cap. Well, cap- the captain is going to be the next. Kane. But well, yeah, maybe. Is he? No, Kane is. Kane is, is, is the captain. England captain. But he should. Kane but he is should be the captain. He should, should be. be. The, should be the next guy. And <clears> tell me about him because I think we've all got the same one here as well. Yeah, if this is yeah, the holding so, uh, midfielder. Yeah, holding midfield. So I'll kick it off. So Fabian Delph. No chance. Oh, I was no, going to go it, Gareth Barry, mate, but sure. <laughs> no, it, it, it's only Jordan Henderson, isn't it? He's literally the only one we've got, yeah. right? Well, there's Winks I, Eric Dyer or Dyer, but I don't really back him. Declan, Declan Rice. I don't rate any of them. I don't rate. I don't even rate Declan Rice that much. I, I've been waiting for Declan Rice to be bits. I think he's still he's, just not legit. he's still very young and playing in the Premier League from a very early age. I think that he, he is bits for his age. I think it does just an expectation sometimes that the kick on faster than they're meant to yeah but i think that's fair yeah no i agree with that but i don't think i think you start you you, you start with who's gonna be a premier league winning captain a, um a champions league winning captain a guy who i didn't really appreciate probably until maybe recently um i think henderson's been very underappreciated until fabinho is, came in is he an unsung hero he is, yeah. he is an unsung uh, hero. I think, I think over the last season, half he hasn't been. I think I think ever since Henderson got moved up into more of like a box to box role again, which he, I think is his best. Which is position. where we're not playing him. It's where we're not playing. The thing is, he can do a job in the holding role. Yeah, like, without a doubt, he's definitely the best option but for that role. He's, yeah, he's best. He's like in a perfect world, Henderson would be playing on the on the right side of a midfield three. But unfortunately, we're not in a perfect world. We don't have proper good holding midfielders. So Henderson will fill that role and fill it very well. I think that I think the two ahead of him mean he probably wouldn't play in that mid in those front two positions either for me anyway, because my next my next yeah. my next two are Grealish and Madison, and then Ooh. I wrote, I wrote brackets. Interesting. Just just for a disclaimer, Phil Foden and Mason Mount are my other two who would go with them. Uh, uh, I've gone for Madison and Deli Ali. I'm not, Ooh, I'm not I playing. Forget about Ali. Yeah, I, uh, I've. See, this is actually a difficult one for me. Like, this is the hardest position. Yeah, this is the hardest yeah. positions. This, this is Madison was weak, definitely in there, but I think Jack Grealish. I don't know if he's a player I'd want started. Like, he, he's definitely, definitely good not. enough. Like, he's going, no he's going, but I don't think oh, he's, he's starting. There. But like, I think with um, Jack Grealish, it, the sort of player he is, he seems like a perfect impact sub. Like yeah. when you need, when you're struggling to unlock a defense, like. 60 minutes in like it's nil nil you can like, play him a little like bit more really advanced shot. in that midfield has he uh, had an England cap yet is that, or is that still the yet, thing because Madison has but not as much as he definitely oh, should he, have been he, Madison should have been capped like a year before he did I, I think the only reason the only reason Jack Grealish might not have a cap is because he was playing in the championship to, to you know but he's but he is absolutely good enough, and I think I'm sure he's like one of the top creators in the entire league. And probably, I think he's more creative than Madison, which is, you know, if underrated. he goes to Man United, do he's you def- think that seals going. his position? I think, I, I do think that in the England squad, that is. Oh, I, absolutely. 
I think. Um, and you mentioned there the championship bias as well. Um, do you think someone like Calvin Phillips, if Lee has got promoted, do you think he's in for a shout as a holding midfielder backup? Or? Could be. He's, he's very yeah, good. He could do, I think he could do a job just as good as maybe Eric Dyer or Harry Wings. I don't rate Dyer, but yeah. yeah. I, I well, no, no, but they're the, they're the people to compare them to, isn't it? Like, they're yeah, the yeah, people yeah, in his yeah, position. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I agree. I think sitting on my, the right-hand side of my, my midfield three, which is one I've, I'm surprised hasn't been brought up yet, well, Alex Oxley Chamberlain. Well, he's actually yeah. part of. He's actually part. He's in my midfield, Mike. It's yeah. him or Ali for me. I put so I've got Madison and Oxley Chamberlain as the other two midfielders. I'd I, like I, to see I that. Trust, I trust Oxley Chamberlain a bit more as a box to box than I would someone like Ali or Grealish. I, I don't, don't think, think they've got, got the. the um, right. Yeah, I don't think they've got the um, discipline they're, to do it either. They've got, they got the tenacity. That's it. Uh, well, I, I, I think a Grealish and, and, and Deli Ali as a, like a, a, a number 10 almost. I think, yeah. 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 I mean, the attacking midfielders. I think we're going to play a role, something similar to what like Liverpool and City play for. I think it's going to be those two central midfielders who are effectively two number 10s, but just a little bit deeper. Like with the way City play with De Bruyne and Silva, they're both typical number 10s, but they, they play almost an eight role in, that set, in the centre yeah. of the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The number yeah. ten rolls kind of like died, on yeah. it? Yeah, no, nobody. Well, plays the it. thing is, because most most people are playing four three three now. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Nobody plays a ten when you've got you know you've got a holding midfield who's just going to sit on that number ten pretty much. I've got Madison and Chamberlain as my starting two, but I think that's such Chamberlain. such a weak, not a weak position maybe. Um, but there's a but we're not as strong. It's not as strong, and there's a load of players who are probably similar. I think I think we're really close to something special in midfield again, like what we had like fifteen years ago. I think like you've got so many good young midfielders coming through, and this pushing it back from twenty to twenty one probably allows a lot more growth for them. Like I think that Phil Foden this year is going to have a breakout year for for City because David Silva's going. That that to me means he's playing thirty forty games this season, and he's that's all that that's all that's missing from his game now. Just regular football yeah I think I'd like to see Phil Foden included more in the England squad I think, I think he's yeah I think I think Foden goes but I don't think he play, I don't think he starts no I don't think I don't necessarily think he starts but I think he goes alright but um, so Madison's a definite uh, on, on the left hand side of three I'm going to guess for, for yeah. a few but uh, who, who's, who is it sitting on the right side because me and well, Ryan have me both gone yeah for me it's Ali or Ox so I would happily go for Ox that's that's at minimum two point five votes for Oxen, yeah. really. I'll, I'll accept Ox. I I don't I don't know if he does enough other than score the occasional long range goal, which makes him look a bit better than he actually is. But I've I think I've not rated before him before that big injury. I've not rated him for a long time. Before, so before that big injury, he had a really strong six month spell where he was like immovable from that Liverpool team. He was really like he was such a good driving force. I think we've kind of lost the need for that since Henderson's been doing that job. But I, I reckon. Because I think we're going to start fading that one album now as well. Because he's breaching 30. So I think Ox is going to get a lot more time in that position. Yeah. But what about Lil Mix? But what about Lil Mix? What about Lil Mix? Mix? Exactly. Good point, yeah. Ryan. You can't mention Alex Lee Chamberlain, not mention Perry Edwards. Someone knows a full name. And how about this? What about... How about this? What about left wing? Who's playing on the left? What about left wing? Right, I think we should go both wingers in one go. Cause I, yeah, because I, I, I don't know which side they're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah they could that's be fine. either yeah. or. Mine, mine both. I am. Um, okay. They might all have the same ones, though. Yeah, probably do. Uh, my wingers, I'm a bit stuck with, because uh, you've got a big three for the wingers for England. You've got Sancho, Sterling, and Rashford. Yeah. But um, I think Rashford plays better in where Kane is, so I would personally choose Sancho Sterling. I think I, he plays better on the left, me. I wrote Sancho Sterling that, as well. This is, this is a big one. I, like, I think I would go Sancho Sterling because San, Sancho is consistently playing week in, week out for a Champions League side as a Sterling. Oh, shots fired at Man United there for not being shots a Champions fired. League side. I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 like that. I, I don't mean, out of like, the Champions League. They have one yeah. good season, Liverpool. <laughs> Two good seasons. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not like out out United because like Rashford has been playing Champions League football. He did it last season as well. He went. He played away at Barcelona. Like he's he, he scored well, he's the penalty that got us through against PSG. Yeah, exactly. He like he's played in the Champions League. It's, it's, a big, it's not that. It's, it's, it's that like 
Sancho's been doing it week in, week out and performing really well. If you look at his numbers in the Bundesliga over the last two seasons, it's been phenomenal, that kid. It's a bit of a farmer's league, though. It's a farmer's league. Is it balls? But well, I, I would personally... That. I would personally prefer to see, as our front three... Sancho, Sterling, Rashford rather than Kane. But he's always going to be there, isn't he? I mean, Kane's the best number nine in England. Like, there's no doubt about it. He's, he's very, very good. I think. Kane's a weird one. I, I don't know I'd love to see those three goals. together. No, neither do I. I mean, I mean, yeah, imagine that front three with Rashford through the middle. Oh, there's pace the, there. The pace that. would just... Yeah, it would be... It, it ripped it would be apart. An England team never really has much pace and it would be exciting to watch, is what I think. I think... And, I th- and, and I think if Kane squared the well. ball to, scale, to Sterling, would be sitting here having won the World Cup. I think yeah, I, I think Rashford's uh, flexibility means that he's going to be the man who sits out on the bench with the because he can come on in any of the three positions. And he can yeah, change. I the think he's like, he to drop your captain as well, isn't it? He can change the game from any of those three positions. Whereas I think that he's, he, it's, the, it's, the, it's the other three can't play in the other. The other positions you can swap the two wide he's, men, but neither of them go up front. The thing is, it, it feels so harsh. And I, like, I'm a United fan, obviously, and I, I'm a big adv- advocate of Marcus Rashford. I think he's he's really sort of slowly becoming a really, really good player this season. I think he's really turned it on, not only on the pitch, but just the way the way he he seems to have his attitude and stuff, and seeing ways to be, apply himself in games and stuff. So I th- I think it is really harsh leaving him out, but I think based on numbers at the moment, I mean you don't leave, you can't leave out Sterling. There's no way you can leave out no. Sterling. The only the only debate is between Sancho Sancho and Rashford, and I think San, Sancho's numbers right now are too good. Um, and I just I th- I think it's close between the two. I think it's close between the two. Um, I really do. I I'd be happy with either either of the two starting. I really would. And I think I think well, maybe that's it's how a great problem started. to have, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. That, like the, the wingers that we've got, the wide men that we've got are all really good. Yeah, all tricky players who can who can also score goals. I feel like it would it would be Rashford, uh, Sterling, probably because of the experience and age thing and all that stuff. But I would like to see either combination of them would be incredible. I think Sterling is always going to be there, but on the other two matching him. I'd love to see any of them. Yeah, I'd, I'd be ha- like I said, I'd be happy with either. Like, we know Kane's going to start if he's fit. It's, it's yeah, just, it's yeah. just a given, and I probably would start him just because he knows where the back of the net is. Like, there's no denying he scores goals. He's a great player, but as I mentioned, I would just love to, even for just a friendly, to see the those front three a few times would would be nice to see consistently, see what they can do. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think it's not exciting seeing England think. What, just try and find a way to keep Kane the ball in a good position. Because that but like, flip free, say if you have Rashford, Sancho and Sterling, would just be... Light. The fact they could mix light. it up as well. Like, like Inter- it wouldn't be inter- a, a typical... Yeah, they could interweave so much. Like, with, like, if we play with Kane, you know Kane's playing through the middle and that's that. Yeah. Imagine thinking one minute, you, like you're a fullback, you're thinking, oh, Rashford, all right, I know how he plays. Then suddenly I know where Sancho's the man that's on you. Yeah. And then, and then next minute, the middle. yeah, it's like next I'll, Sterling. You can't really prepare for it, can you? Because like, imagine being the opposition manager, seeing those three names on the team sheet, and thinking, I don't know which one's playing where. I think, I think the difficulty is that I don't think Sancho plays through the middle. I think Sterling can, but he doesn't play well. Like I, I, I think the best one through the middle is yeah, Rashford. Yeah, Rash, Rashford's going to be. You, you know that he's probably going to be the one in the middle. And if you're offering me Rashford or Kane, I'm taking Kane any day of the week because he's oh, he's, he's captain he's and he's, he, he is a absolute. He's the best goal scorer in the country, bar Aguero, in my opinion. So, and I'd, I'd agree with you. I'd, I'd agree with you. Um, he is he. Again, I agree with Mike. It's it's. I look at him and I'm like, how's he score so many goals? But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Bloke's got it. it. The bloke's got it. Like an Alan Shearer, mate, just knows where the back of the net is. In- interesting that nobody has has come out with uh, Tammy Abraham, who was my original my original backup striker because I had Rashford out on the left. Um, who has who has been excellent? A good a good bench option, I'd say. I think we say this a lot as England fans. We're really excited. Well, do we? Because maybe like ten years ago, I did get excited for major tournaments, and then it fell away a bit. I mean, maybe think after the last one, we definitely I'm are excited. excited, excited Two thousand and ten yeah, World Cup. I think we, we all got we all got a bit glum, didn't we? When like what, 
just before towards, the last towards one the before, end, I don't know. Towards the end of the golden generation, it was just... It was, it was so sad, crap. Right? It was so yeah. crap. Constantly disappointing. When it 2010, 2014 when it was been. dreadful, wasn't it? Capello and Hodgson was just... I've not been absolutely garbage. I've not been excited since Sven was there, so you know. yeah. And even that well, wasn't all it was cracked up to be. Yeah, but the quality of the players we had when we had Sven, that's the thing. Do Arvist what would you reckon that team would put it up against the Golden Generation? So if if you're talking like the starting eleven from the two The Golden Generation World is uh, is is miles better, but these lads have their whole careers ahead of them. We're ju- we're only going to judge the golden generation on what they've done over their career. These lads, some of these lads, are only at the beginning of their careers. They could go on to do big things. The golden generation won nothing. Yeah, every player in that team could could have another tournament in them as well. Maybe Bar Henderson, but when you think about the World Cup, it's only one year ahead of that. We've we've got we've got a side now which could make the quarterfinals quite easily. Exactly. This is a good England squad. Assuming we assuming the semi-final we squad. The it, it is. And again, a lot of these players are only going to get better. And like I say, a lot of them are at the beginning of their career. Sancho, Rashford. Um, Do you think this this is a top four side in the world right now? Uh, are, you, are you asking about national teams? When, when, national teams. Yeah. So you're talking yeah. you're talking about the likes of Spain, France, Germany, the Dutch side. Uh, well, it would be the Dutch side. Look, yeah, it would be Holland. In Portugal, France, Portugal Belgium, some players about at the minute. Portugal is at least I'd say we're top five. I would say top five. Yeah, that's, it's it is. It's going to be in the latter stages of the Euros. There's no doubt about it. Um, or it should be on on paper, but England yeah, has never worked paper, on paper, it has be. it? Um, well, I think we've come to a, a decent agreement there, and we've. I'm the thing is the the thing I'm taking away from this is that I'm just excited because there's so many good young talents coming through um, the England setup at the moment that there is so much competition for places and as well before I feel I felt like we shoehorned players into positions just because we wanted all them players in now I think we're playing players because they play in that position and we've got enough players that play in positions that we have we can do that. Yeah, I agree. I think one thing that's really good as well is it's just a good, isn't it? Like we're excited. <laughs> like, we're, great we're excited for England now. We're, we're just excited to see England play. And like that reminds me of Mike when he had a, when he didn't have a PS2 and then what, he bought one. One thing that's good is that yeah, it's great good, point, Mike. You know? Great point. <laughs> I love that. that. Like, Exotic tongue. Couldn't have said it better myself. No, it's just, like <laughs> it, it has been ages since we've been excited to like. Because let's be honest, like. Right? Five years ago, it was just boring watching England. I feel like I said that. And it, it's yeah, not I think we've already anymore. covered this within the entire podcast. I think podcast. Mike's exact just... tongue has brought us full circle. I think we're... Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we're excited to watch England again, and that's a benefit. But but before we end, can I just say, the thing about it, the thing that's good about it is... It, it's just good. Yeah, lads. It's good. Nah, it is, though, isn't it? It is good, though. And I don't know about you, lads, but I'm excited to watch England again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, lads, it's been an absolute pleasure as, as usual. Um, uh, any anyone else got anything to say before we, uh, you know, we 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 scram? We can we, we can we do this move. again. I think we'll leave it with exotic tongue. Oh, Mike has a very exotic yeah. tongue, and it's very good. Right. Well, anyway, thank you very much for listening to another fine edition of the Gentleman's Beer Pod, uh, and we'll see you next time. See you later. For more exotic tongueness. In a bit, lads. In a bit.